French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Good morning to everyone in Southeast Louisiana. It is Play by Play coming to you live on this Tuesday. We're now in late June, June 28th. Man, just feels like yesterday we were out there in, in Sulphur covering South Terrible and winning the state championship. That was what, mid May? <laughs> now we're already June 28th. Time sure flies. This year has flown by. Um, you know, Christmas, New Year's, and Thanksgiving and all that stuff just feels like just a smidge ago. Now we're already about ready to do it over again. <clears throat> We've got a busy show coming your way today. A lot to talk about, a lot to cover. Um, we're going to get to a football schedule and talk a little high school football in the first segment of the show. We're going to talk about Thibodeau High School football. I think one of the more intriguing and interesting teams in our local area this coming season. I think that they're a team that has a shot to be really damn good. Um, you know, you return a lot from a group that was young last year. Look, they weren't all that good. You know, they, they were, they were struggling last year at times, uh, but they bring a lot back and they get Singleton back, which I think is going to certainly help them in the backfield, get their running game going. And, you know, it's the high school game, man. Anytime you get that explosive big play home run hitting type guy that could score anytime he touches the ball. It changes things. They didn't have it last year. They have it this year. And I think that some of those close competitive games that they maybe lost last year are going to maybe go their way because of his presence. In the next segment of the show, got some Louisiana headlines. We'll go through a big-time commitment again for the University of Texas. We'll talk about maybe what that means for LSU. Uh, LSU baseball gets another commitment. We'll, so we'll talk a little recruiting and kind of gossip about some local stuff here in the next segment of the show. Then we'll get to the phone lines. At noon, we've got Andrew Kiowet. And at 12.15, it's Tuesday. So we've got Stan Gravoff, our Terrebonne General Tuesday. We'll ask Stan about their Hall of Fame. We'll ask Stan about some of the other things that are happening in our area. Then at the bottom of the show, we'll go through the headlines. There's some NBA drama, man. Guys opting in, opting out. You know, some pieces moving and shuffling and some different things happening. We'll talk about that. Then we'll get our betting picks at the bottom of the show. If you follow me over on or subscribe to me over on Patreon, uh, you see we are we're four and one yesterday. Um, in our last seven days over on Patreon, which you can find patreon.com slash just Claire Casey, we are 25, 7, and 3. 25, 7, and 3. Uh I, I charge you the cost of a happy meal, bro. <laughs> if you want to make money betting sports, go on over to our Patreon, subscribe, become part of what we're doing. Because here's the thing. Um, whenever the fall starts, it's not going to just be betting picks. We're going to have videos and highlights and pictures, and it's going to become a, a full, expansive source of local sports news. So that's patreon.com slash justclaircasey. Um, we'll get to the, the picks, of course, at the bottom of the show. Now, um, Let's talk about this. We, we promised you some Thibodeau High School talk, but before we do, let's get to our sponsors. Let's thank our sponsors for allowing us to be here today. Big old full sponsor sheet, exactly like we like to see. The Blue Boot Rodeo, the 2022 Blue Boot Rodeo, will be held July 7th through 9th at the Grandown Marina located at 158 Sand Dollar Court at the Tarpon Pavilion. Southland Dodge and Homa, 
Industrial power systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. Dufresne Building Materials got you covered for all your roofing needs. Rouse's Markets. Get Rouse's Louisiana Crawfish hot from the pot 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. seven days a week at Rouse's Markets. Tastes like home. Buzz Off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. And Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. Um, programming note real quick. I, I promised you all the South Lafouche Mount Rushmore today. I'm going to do that on Thursday. Not because I need more time. I did finalize my four yesterday. Just because, look, think about it. Monday, I got weekend W's and L's. Tuesday, I got Terrebonne General Tuesday. Wednesday, I got mailbag. Friday, I got weekend predictions. I don't have anything special on Thursday. So we'll slide our Mount Rushmore's in on Thursday. I'll do one a week, cover all the different schools. It'll, it'll stretch even into the fall. So our Mount Rushmore segments will be on Thursdays. I've got South Lafouche locked and ready to roll. And I think you guys are going to certainly enjoy that as we span through the area. And look. Once we get out of the high school scene, we'll, we'll touch different things. You know, hey, I might do a Mount Rushmore, you know, the best place to get a cheeseburger for all we know uh, by the time we get done. But we've certainly got many, many weeks worth of sports stuff to get rolling with in our Mount Rushmore series, which will be unveiled beginning on Thursday. Before we get to Thibodeau High School schedule, um, man, it's, it's, it's awesome. You know, I saw today on social media and on Facebook a post by LaRose Cutoff Middle School, which details the new um, floor that they're laying down in their gym. Is there, you know, it looks like it'd be a hardwood floor. Coach Kyle Pelt Court, which is a touch that is amazing. Uh, that man uh, did a whole lot for that school, man. And that, that man coached many, many games there and touched a lot, a lot of people, including members of that faculty. So it's going to be named Coach Kyle Pelt uh, Court, and it's going to be beautiful. Looks nice, you know, with the maroon and the, the, you know, the wood trim and then the little touches of gold for the volleyball lines and everything of the sort. So LCO's getting closer to having that gym back rolling, which means that South Lafouche would be next and everything of the sort. It's just good to see progress get made, right? I mean, we're sitting here. It's late June. The storm passed in late August of last year. It's now been about 10 months. Um, but it never, it never ceases to amaze me and it never changes my excitement when like a new business reopens. Like when Popeye's came back, it was awesome. You know, when the dollar store reopens, it's awesome. It's just great to see, you know, the resiliency. And it took a while, right? 10 months is a long time. It took a while. And there were a lot of questions that had to be answered. There were a lot of folks who speculated, oh, you know, maybe this business won't come back. Or, you know, maybe, you know, they're giving up on the area. Or maybe they think, you know, hey, why rebuild this? Is it going to just get torn down again? And all those different conversations but it seems like the consensus has been, uh, and I'll get to sports, I promise. You know, I'm not going to just talk about the resiliency of our community for 90 minutes. Um, but it seems that the, the, the consensus has been um, that, you know, we're, we're going to build back. We're going to do this. And, you know, maybe the delay was a little insurance money or this, that, or the other. But it, it seems like the consensus is that, um, you know, there are a lot of businesses that are beginning to come back and, and our community is starting to get stronger day by day. And that's beautiful to see and it. You know, saw that picture this morning of the LCO gym and thought, hey, you know, we're, you know, Golden Meadows already rocking and rolling. So they didn't have much damage out there. Um, you know, maybe the next step for them would be to lift down that old, you know, cement floor and get them some, some wood floor to play on in the future. But that remains to be seen. Galliano really didn't have a whole lot of damage. Of course, they don't have a competitive team that plays there, 
Uh, but that's a facility that could be used. Now, LCO is getting back closer to rolling. South Lafouche would be next. They're going to be getting closer back to rolling. And I know it's going to take a little time yet because, look, all I'm telling you is that LCO posted a picture. It's a, it's a sketch of what it's going to be. <laughs> it, it's not... Uh, you know, it's not finished. They're not working on the floor right now, but just to know those plans are being made and, you know, they're working on the roofs and they're trying to get everything rolling. Um, it, it is good to see that those progresses are being made. Let's talk about the Thibodeau High School football schedule for the 2022 season. Thibodeau under the tutelage of Coach Chris Duga, who, man, has been there a long time now. You know, I remember when Chris was hired there, he was the offensive coordinator at Terrebonne. Now he's the head coach at Thibodeau. Been there uh, probably more than a decade now, to be honest with you. Been doing a good job out there. They've got a crew that is um, experienced because they were inexperienced last year. They get a lot of those guys back. They returned their quarterback, Ian Rodriguez, who had a nice season last year. Returned to Marcus Singleton, who played his prep school uh, junior season out in Texas after Hurricane Ida. He's a big hitting, big time playmaking guy in the backfield. And Chris said that he's excited about his guys up front, offensive and defensive line, some big boys that will hopefully be able to make a big impact. So Thibodeau opens it up at home with Lutcher. That'll be just a tough, tough game. Lutcher returns a lot as well. They've got a, a quarterback that is going to be recruited by lots of schools. He's explosive, and that's going to be a game that will really showcase, I think, where both of those teams stand. If Thibodeau could you know, beat them, I think it's going to be a great omen. If they could play close to them, maybe a, you know, a good sign as well that they'll be pretty strong because we, we're expecting Lutcher to be you know, dynamite. If they get blitzed, you know, hey, it might be kind of a rough one. But I don't anticipate that happening. I think Thibodeau is going to be more than capable of holding their own against the Bulldogs in week one. Week two, they're hosting South Lafouche in a game that, frankly, uh, we've been trying to have for a while now. It's got, um, <clears throat> it got ided last year, got COVIDed a couple of years ago. The teams played the COVID year, but it was down the bayou. It was supposed to be Thibodeau's home game, uh, but they ended up having to play it in week 10. So, you know, this year, all things considered, knock on wood, hope that there's no storms and nothing like that. In week two, they're going to try to play out in Thibodeau. Week three, Thibodeau's in for a test. They're traveling and take on St. James. Well, look, the rest of the games are going to be a test for Thibodeau. That's kind of the theme of this schedule, right? There are no easy ones for Chris and his crew. Week three, they're traveling and taking on St. James. You know when you play St. James, what you're facing is going to be speed on the edges, talented physicality at the line of scrimmage, and if you're not re- – like, they're coming. If you're not ready for it, they're going to bulldoze you. They are a team that has that little bit of nastiness to them, that little bit of attitude to them, and if you're not ready or if you're a little bit intimidated, they're going to just run through you. They are not afraid to play the biggest and the best They've won at the highest of levels, and I get that they have a new coach now. That's a program that has always got that little bit of nastiness to them. Thibodeau takes them on on the road in Week 3. That'll be a big-time showdown matchup. District play begins for one week for Thibodeau in Week 4 when they host East St. John. East St. John is a huge wild card, right? Like, some years they got it, some years they don't. We don't know (laughs) from year to year. Last year, they... Had it at times, didn't have it at times. They are so difficult to predict. They lost a lot of kids because of the storm, too. You know, we talk about our area and some of the damages that we had. That river region, they had a lot of flooding, and they did lose a lot of kids because of that. So maybe with a more, you know, stable environment and atmosphere, the Wildcats will get some of their dudes back, and they'll be able to put it back together 
and uh, that'll be Thibodeau's matchup in week four. Big, big district opening matchup at home. You got him at home. That's a game that Thibodeau would really like to win. Week five is going to be a lot of fun. Thibodeau's traveling across town to play E.D. White. That's a Thibodeau school versus Thibodeau school. That's a public school versus private school. There's a lot of internal rivalries there. Those two teams, while they may have a lot of respect for one another, probably don't very much like one another. Thibodeau will be going across town, taking on E.D. White, of course, the team that made it to the uh, the state championship game last year. Think about E.D. White. You just better be ready for physicality, man. It's not a style that is like everyone else. They don't line up and shotgun and five receivers and throw the ball all over. They line up in like a wing T, you know, triple option type offensive alignment with a bunch of tight ends, a bunch of fullbacks, some H-backs, and they say, you know what, we're taking this football and we're shoving it down your throat and there's nothing you could do about it, and it works for them. <coughs> it works for them. Sorry about that. Just had to sneeze Mother Nature uh, getting down to me. Um, It works for the way that they play, and, and you know now that'll be a big showdown matchup in Week 5. Week 6, Thibodeau will be traveling to take on Hanville. That'll be a big test. Anytime you go in the river and play at their facility, that'll be a big test. Week 7, Thibodeau hosting H.L. Bourgeois. H.L. Bourgeois was a big, big surprise team last year. No one thought much of them until they were having a winning season and going to the playoffs. Can Sterling Washington replicate that success in year two now that he's the full-time head coach? That remains to be seen. Week 8, Thibodeau will travel to take on their parish rival, Central Lafouche. Central Lafouche, again, a wild card, man. You know, they're on their... 15th head coach in the last year. Not literally. I'm being sarcastic, but they're literally at their fourth head coach in the past year with Coach Vedros doing the interim job there. So we don't know. Are they going to have 60 players or 30 players? We don't know. Are they going to get some of their athletes out? Because I know that they're there. I watched them play basketball. They've got some athletes there. Are they going to go out or are they not? If they don't, it could be a very, very long season for the Trojans. Week eight, that's kind of late. If Central Lafouche starts the year with some of those dudes but struggles, will they all stick it out and you know ride out the full 10 weeks? That, again, remains to be seen. Week nine, Thibodeau hosting Terrebonne. Big showdown matchup between Coach Dugan and Coach Tyler Lewis, first-year guy at Terrebonne. I think, and this is just me, and maybe I'm wrong because I haven't seen any of these teams play yet, I think Terrebonne is still maybe a year away because they were so young last year. Like Thibodeau was young, but they were playing sophomores and juniors who are now going to be juniors and seniors. Terrebonne was playing like freshmen and sophomores. I think they're going to maybe be a year away from being at that, you know, big time seven and three type level. So I think Thibodeau maybe would be favored in that one on paper. Again, I'm watching this from afar, uh, but that should be a very competitive game. And then they close out with the behemoth Destrehan, which means. Look, Thibodeau better do their work early because you're playing Central in Week 8. You may not get a whole lot of power points there. You're facing Terrebonne in Week 9. Again, there's some question marks. I don't know how how many power points you're going to get there. Facing Destrehan on the road in Week 10, that's a game that on paper you're not going to be favored to win. So they better do their legwork early in the season because I don't know how many opportunities they're going to be to get big, big points later in the season is what I'm getting at. It's play-by-play. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we'll talk some college football, Louisiana recruiting. LSU lost out on a pretty good one yesterday. And um, 
Look, I'm a big Brian Kelly guy, but I'll tell you why yesterday's news is a little bit of a cause for concern. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. It's the Ram. Make the switch event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat in Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. You have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Yep, it's that time of year, Blue Boot Rodeo, July 7, 8, and 9 in Grand Isle, Louisiana. This rodeo is to promote water safety and drowning prevention. This year's fishing rodeo, we also have adult, kids, kayak, and we added the offshore division. Proceeds from this rodeo go to swimming lessons, life rings on the Grand Isle Beach, scholarships, and bringing awareness to water safety. There will be plenty of food, drinks, activities for the kids, and the whole family. That's the Blue Boot Rodeo, coming this July 7, 8, and 9 in Grand Isle, Louisiana. Looking to achieve a healthier lifestyle but have little time? The Terrebonne General Executive Health Program can improve your overall health for a lifetime in one visit. With little to no waiting, you get a whole year of wellness in one convenient location. Our preventative screenings increase your well-being by providing early detection against illness. With exceptional VIP service, you leave with a plan in hand to achieve a healthier lifestyle tailored for you. Call the Terrebonne General Executive Health Team at 985-850-6204 today. Welcome back here to play-by-play on KLEB. Um, talk a little bit of recruiting here in this segment, and it'll be a short segment because we've got Andrew Kiowet waiting on the lines, or will be joining us on the lines at noon. Um, LSU was dealt a blow yesterday in football, and look, I'm the biggest Brian Kelly guy there is. I talked with Kenny Lacey yesterday, and I was talking up Coach Kelly. I think LSU is going to be excellent this coming football season better than what people realize. A lot of folks are kind of down, like, Ugh, you know, well, I don't know how this is going to go. I think Brennan's going to have a big year. I think that they got Emory, who's a big weapon at running back. I think they got receivers all over the damn field. Defensively, I think they've got a great coordinator and they've got some good, talented pieces. I think the schedule's favorable. I think LSU can maybe win 10 games. I truly believe, 9 to 10 games. <clears throat> I truly believe that. Um, 
But man, you look at what's happening in the recruiting trail. Um, not good so far for the Tigers. You know, uh, uh, 24-7 Sports, which is a big, esteemed recruiting service, <clears throat> they have listed their top players in Louisiana for the upcoming year. Three of the four, or excuse me, three of the top five players in Louisiana have already committed, and none of them have committed to LSU. <clears throat> Arch Manning, the number one player in the state, excuse me, is going off to Texas. Eli Holstein, who's the number four player in the state, quarterback from Zachary, is going off to Alabama. And those two, I think, really didn't perturb fans a whole lot because, like LSU right now, and it's crazy to say this, you don't really need a quarterback, right? Like, you got Miles Brennan. He'll be the guy next year. <clears throat> you got Jaden Daniels, who's going to provide depth, and he may well be the starter next year, for all we know. You got Nussmeyer and Walker Howard, who are both freshmen <clears throat> this coming year. You're set up for a long time. So when Manning goes off to Texas, it's like, oh, you know, that sucks, but, you know, it's not a huge position to need. When Holstein goes off to Alabama... Kind of the same. Like, yeah, that's really not all that cool. And it really sucks doubly that he's going to Alabama. But, eh, I don't know where there was room for him, right? But yesterday's news kind of kind of hit you. Derek Williams, a safety from New Iberia, Westgate, uh, makes the commitment he's also going to Texas. He's the number 37 player in the country, the number three player in the state of Louisiana. Which, now that it's a player that's not a quarterback, it's almost like, man, you're on guard. Like, Brian Kelly's on notice now. Like, you better start getting the rest of these guys. The number two player in Louisiana is a receiver by the name of Shelton Sampson Jr., a five-star from Catholic of Baton Rouge. By most accounts, LSU is in the lead for his services. So the Tigers are looking pretty good for him. But some of the rest of these guys, you know, Jaden Osbury, linebacker from ULAB, Zaylin's Hurd, an offensive lineman from Neville, Tackett Curtis, a linebacker from Mane, you know, like Kylan Jackson, a safety from Zachary. Like, you better start getting all of these guys because if not, and you continue to lose dudes to Texas's and, you know, other schools, Florida State or whatever it may be, it don't look good. It don't look good. The premise of LSU is you dominate your in-state recruiting and you cherry pick and you get guys from around everywhere else to fill that out because Louisiana is so prosperous and is so good to you. If you start losing some of those recruiting battles internally, hey, boy, that really becomes a, a tricky, slippery slope. Now, LSU does have six commitments for the next class, and all of them are pretty damn good players, but they don't yet have a guy yet in the national top 100. They got a couple of guys in the national top 200, but they don't have that big signature, big-time piece that they could say, hey, this is an anchor, this is a stalwart, this is a big-time piece to our next class. They don't have that guy yet. Now, fortunately for them, y'all, of course, it is A, very, very early, very early. B, they're not behind the curve of a lot of the other SEC schools. They've got six commitments. Texas A&M has six commitments. So there are a lot of other schools that know what they're doing that are also off to a slow start. That's also encouraging. And then the next thing that, that's kind of encouraging is that maybe LSU, and I'm not saying that this is fully what they're doing, but if you look at what they, the work that they did this past offseason, maybe part of Brian Kelly's strategy is just 
hey, yeah, we'll get guys in the high school ranks and we want to have good classes there. But maybe they're going to just be focused so heavily every offseason on the portal that they'll do a lot of the legwork there. Because LSU this past offseason had like the number 15 recruiting class or something like that. It wasn't awful, but it wasn't tremendous. But they had the number one transfer portal recruiting class. Getting proven guys, getting guys who, you know, have played college football before, guys who, you know, have had success before, and they really, really did a lot of hay there. Yeah, they were twelfth. Let me let me get my numbers right. They were twelfth in the high school ranks, and they were number one in the transfer portal ranks, which meant that overall, when you factor the two together, they were number seven in the country. So, you know, that number looks a little bit better. And given, you know, you're number seven, given an offseason when you have a coaching change, that makes it look maybe even more impressive as to work that they've done and, and, and to try to keep that program stable and keep some of those guys in-house. Now, another piece of news, LSU continues to work on the baseball recruiting trail. Man, what an offseason this has been for LSU baseball. The guys that they have got, what an offseason this has been. Announced yesterday, actually last night at almost midnight, Vanderbilt shortstop Carter Young announces that he's coming off to Baton Rouge. He will play um, his next season over at um, LSU. Carter Young was a Vanderbilt shortstop. He struggled last year, right? Let's be honest. He struggled. We're not going to stand up here on the table and say that this is a big game-changing guy. This is a little bit of a wild card. He batted 207 last year. He was their starting shortstop, but... He was an all-SEC selection as a freshman and batted greater than 300. So this is a guy kind of a a low-risk, high-reward. If he could find – look, as a freshman, he batted above 300. As a a sophomore in 2021, the average dipped to 252, but he did hit 16 home runs. And then this past year, he struggled, batted 207. So if he could re-find that hitting stroke that he had earlier in his career, could be a guy that you know maybe makes an impact – if not, you know he'll be able to play SEC-level defense. He was a good defender at Vanderbilt, and it gets an opportunity for you know the Tigers to uh, you know continue to build. They lost some guys in the portal, but they didn't really lose a lot of big-time game-changing guys. <clears throat> They're adding some big-time game-changing guys in the portal, no doubt. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to go to Andrew Kaiwet of HL Bourgeois' play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. Talking some basketball with Coach Kaya Wett on KLEB. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Friend Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dofriendlumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. 
And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective guaranteed. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you and load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market Feels like home. You know weather bug users when you see them. The umbrellas before the storm. The scarves before the blizzard. The flip-flops before the heat wave. The prepared few. Well, not so few. Over 10 million people use the WeatherBug app for hyper-local weather reports and real-time updates that prepare you for whatever happens next. With more free map layers than any other weather app, WeatherBug sees the unforeseen to protect you from the unpredictable. Download the WeatherBug app today for free. Welcome back to Play by Play. Usually we have had a call in guest or two by the time we reach 12 o'clock, but today's show has been a little bit different, but we go to the phone lines now for our first call in guest. That's Andrew Kaiwet with HL Bourgeois. Coach, good afternoon, buddy. How are you? Hey, Casey. I'm doing fine. And yourself? We're doing just great, my man. It's a uh, interesting time as you guys are kind of transitioning over uh, from, you know, the playing every you know couple days type of thing to July where it's a little more quiet. A little more practice time, a little more weight room time. Uh, what's the month of July look like for HL Bourgeois basketball? Well, uh, in fact, I was thinking about that before we spoke, and and this is my last full week in basketball, and it's our last competitive week. Uh, we have games scheduled for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We actually in a tournament in New Orleans on Wednesday, so you got to win to move on. So. I guess we could go on as far as Friday or Saturday, uh, and hopefully we do. But this will be our last week. And then, like you said, for me in July, it switches more to weight room and us doing fundamental uh, drill workouts with our kids. And, uh, you know, and then uh, me spending time as the AD and starting to get paperwork together and everything. So, I changed from the, the basic basketball mode to now a little bit of basketball, but a whole lot of AD work. Yeah, very good. And in terms of, you know, you've had them for about a month here playing games all over the place and, you know, getting some experience against teams from around the state. Give me an area that you've been pleased with and then maybe an area that as you guys leave the summer, you're saying, hey, man, before the season starts, we better get this fixed. Well, mainly the, the, the pleasing thing is just our competitiveness. And, uh, you know, we had a, we had a good successful first half of the summer and then we kind of ran into a brick wall kid. We play a lot. We played in two different leagues. So we were playing four nights a week, which was 
going okay when you were giving them three days off, but then we started going to some team camps, and and I think their bodies kind of got overloaded. So we kind of backed off of them a little bit and started playing some younger kids on a couple of nights. Uh, so I really like the competitiveness. We're we are we are super quick, but it's like I tell our kids all the time: if if we're playing, you know really really hard then we got a chance to be really really good and if we're not playing really hard then our lack of size becomes the detriment and you know nothing you're going to do about that but uh but i'd say the competitiveness and just playing hard and then the weakness with a lack of size makes sense as rebounding and uh, and my son told me he said the first thing he's we working on with individual workouts is checking out, checking out, checking out. And, uh, you know, and, 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 and checking out has become something that you really got to sell the kids on. Cause when, when you, when I played, when you played even, you know, checking out was just a part of it. Now you gotta, you gotta work hard with kids to convince them to check out. Cause, cause kids just don't see themselves through your eyes. And uh, they they think they're, they're better at certain areas than what they are, and don't realize how much you just got to grind it out sometimes. Yeah, very very good, um, coach. In terms of you know getting the guys stronger and more physical and everything that you're trying to get accomplished in the weight room, have have those guys been seeing some gains throughout the summer? No, uh, it's been a messed up summer for us. There's so much. So much work still going on around school. We got into the weight room a little bit, but not not like I wanted to. But now my weight room is back opened up. So so when we come back and so so we made a decision about halfway through, we weren't getting the work that we needed to get done. So we kind of backed off of the weight room for June, and now we're going to get back in and in July. So so they're fixing to be sore when we get back in July. <laughs> Very good. Coach, you guys got a bunch that could get could really scored in bunches, man. It's a it's a group that when they get rolling, they could put it in the hole. I was watching you for a summer league game in a twenty minute running time half. You guys had almost fifty points, which is just crazy, um, man. It's a group that when they're feeling it and when things are going right, like you're going to be able to score a lot, a lot of points. Yeah, our, our biggest problem is we just don't have we we've got some some good shooters, some exceptional shooters. But I still think, like even even the best shooters we have, like I think I think Chris Coleman's probably our best pure shooter, and I still think he's kind of a streak shooter. Uh, so I don't think we have those just knock down drag out shooters, and 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 that's what my son and I were talking about. We need to get to where we're attacking more and relying on the three less. Now I think when one of our kids gets hot, then we just need to go at it, but. But I'm going to tell you, and, and again, if we can sell our kids on playing defense and rebounding, the game should become easy for us because I don't know of a whole lot of teams that are going to be able to pure out run with us. And, uh, you know, the, 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 big, the biggest example I can give, and I think, I think Brody's team's a lot like that too, when, when you're ta- playing a team like South of Fushi, you're playing a team like Edie White, you know, we got, we got spanked by Edie White last week and they did a great job getting up on us early. So we need to sell our kids on, on getting up early. Then Edie White or South of Fushi would have had to play our game and we ended up playing their game and, and that's not going to work out well for us in the long run. And, 
And that's what Drew and I were talking about is we just, we got two three point happy early. And, and if you're hitting them, great. But if you're not hitting them, you know, as a problem, and we have so many kids that can get to the rim and so many kids. Chris Coleman, I'm telling you, is probably the best mid range shooter of anybody in our area. And I think we got a freshman, Justin Ward, who's a great uh, mid range shooter. And uh, I mean, I just, I think we need to leave the three point ball alone a little more often and rely on getting to the rim and getting for the pull-up. And what we're trying to sell our kids on is get that get that dribble penetration into the paint and then look at your second line of defense. If you're dribble penetrating, you've got your defense beat. So look at the second line of defense. What are they doing? If they're not there, then take it all the way to the rim. If they're stopping short, then you might have the pull-up jumper but you might have to kick down to the backside block and you might have to kick out. And then I think every coach in America would take that inside outside three. That's, that's the best three in the world. And it helps you rebounding also too. Yeah, no doubt about that. You know, you kind of touched a minute ago saying that you want your defense to kind of spark your offense. Defense is a thing that, you know, that's a mindset. A lot of kids don't want to play on that side of the ball because they want to go and score or whatever. Do the kids have that mentality of, hey, you know, we want to be a good defensive team? I think we do. I think we got, I think we got one of our key players who kind of, I, I tell him he plays T-ball defense and he hops around too damn much. And, and if we're in a scrambling defense, if we're in a run and jump, that's fine. But we're, if we're in our base defense, we can't be like that. And uh, that, that hurts us. And he's going to have to, get off of that or, or are we going to have somebody to take some minutes away from him and, and one thing is that I think the reason why we're going to be so much better this year as compared to the last two years is we have so much competition now you know before our better players had to be on the floor now we have so much depth that now if a guy's not doing his job he's coming sit and if the guy behind him does his job, he's going to keep that guy sitting for quite some time. So I think it's going to get people off their rear, and uh, and a lot of things are going to be a lot positive for us because of that. Very good, and, and you know that that kind of goes along with the next question I was going to ask is that okay? And if you got a team with five or six guys, you know that hey that that's really good, um, but it's hard to get quality work in practice if there's a big big drop off because when you're scrimmaging like you know those kids won't be able to challenge them but what it sounds like is you guys got a group to where you can maybe do some five on five stuff and everybody's getting better as a result yeah i think so because i mean look we we're and we had we had a key guard not play with us this summer he, you know he wanted he talked to him and he wanted to concentrate on football he's a football first guy and, and the kid's probably the best athlete on our team and he wasn't out there all summer so, I mean, I really think we're at least six or seven guards deep right now, which is phenomenal. And, and not that we have tremendous size, but we do have a little more size than what we've had in the past. We got that, that six, three ish type size now, albeit they skin and bones, most of them. But like we have a freshman who, who could play inside or outside for us. And, and I have two freshmen that got like, a lot, a lot of playing time this summer, and this, this, the the inner, the inside kid is more like six one, six two, and probably weighs about one hundred ninety pounds. So I mean, he's solid, 
And when we're playing versus man-to-man, he actually runs the point for us on offense. So, I mean, we have such a versatile group, and I think we, you know, defensively, we can do a whole lot of switching and different things because we have so many kids that are, are you know, closely related. And, and to go back to your point, if we can get them stronger in the weight room, now even the five, eight, five, ten kids can, can guard a stronger player, uh, you know, and, and, and it gives you a lot more versatility defensively. Very, very good. Um, Coach, let's talk some AD stuff for a minute. You know, look, I had B.J. Young on a couple days ago, and he was saying, hey, man, you know, we were supposed to play a football scrimmage out in West Louisiana, but instead, you know, we're going to play CCA just because it's more economically feasible and everything of the sort. Look, man, price of gas right now is $4.5 a gallon. It's ridiculous. In terms of travel and busing and everything like that, how big of of an issue is that going to be with that added expense? Well, it's not for us because of our school system. In uh, in Terrebonne Parish, now this this could change, obviously, with a new superintendent coming in and Mr. Ogeron. But in the past, what we've had is is uh, the system picks up our all of our buses, which is which is absolutely huge for us. So we don't have to pay for buses out of transportation. Um, so so for us. Um, that's a that's a huge advantage say we have over Lafouche Parish because I know those guys have to take uh, buses out of their own out of their own budgets and you know I talked to for instance Coach Latin at Central and he's got he's got to pay for his buses out of his uh, basketball account so I'm assuming what you're talking about with Coach Young is the same thing that they have to pay for it so so it's it's not near not near the problem for what it's been and i don't see that changing anytime soon that that there hasn't been the talk of it but for instance i'm telling you we're going to new orleans for a tournament tomorrow and i told drew i said go fill up because i said uh it went up it went up three cents over the weekend so i said make sure make sure you take care of filling it up today because once it starts climbing you know that it usually starts climbing fast yeah it's crazy man so Talk to me about this in terms of, you know, staffing and coaching positions. Are you guys pretty much full up or are you guys looking for anything before the start of the year? We have only four positions open right now. We actually most of them are in football. Uh we have um the defense coordinator job is open right now, but actually coach Washington is going to be the defensive coordinator. So if if in fact he left it open on purpose since we were already short uh, and then there's two more assistant jobs open. So we're actually three short on football. So instead of having a nine man staff right now, we have a six man staff, which I mean, we've, we've done that for so long. I mean, he coached, he had a five man staff last year. So he's already up on it, <laughs> which is, which is crazy in football terms. Um, and then we have one assistant baseball coach opening. Uh, we have, we have the head, obviously the head baseball and an assistant field, but we're looking for one assistant. Uh, but I think we have somebody in line for that one. So it's mainly just the three football, uh, positions. And that's really the only thing we have open, which is, which is pretty good by today's standards. I yeah. Think. Yeah. No doubt about that. So coach, thanks so much for the time, man. We'll chat again soon. Okay, buddy. Okay. Thank you. 
Yep. Bye-bye. That is Coach Andrew Kiwet doing a good job. They're going to be a strong team, man. They've got athleticism and versatility, and they play with such great pace. One of the big keys to what he just said a minute ago, and I think that this is going to be a big key to their season. Y'all, bear with me. My allergies are driving me crazy today. I keep having to pause and clear my throat, and it feels like I have to sneeze, so, so bear with me. Be patient. Um, one of the big keys, I think, to their season is what he talked about there in the middle of the interview, which is that one of the, the biggest factors for them is will they play their way or will they struggle and be forced to play the way of their opponent? If they're having to play a slower, half-court, you know, methodical, 45-40 to 40 type pace, that doesn't suit them. What suits them is, hey, let's get a stop, let's run, and then let's go you know, jam it down your, down your throat at the other end real quick real fast tempo, play with speed, play with pace. They want to play a game in the 60s or maybe even the 70s. If you can slow them down, you can maybe have some success. If you can't, you're going to be chasing them, and you don't want to be chasing them. They are too athletic. They're too gifted. They're not a team that you want to be chasing from behind if you don't have the athletes to do it. It's play-by-play. Let's catch a break when we get back. We're going to go to our Terrebonne General Tuesday interview with Mr. Stan Gravois. Can't wait to get Stan on to talk about all the things happening in the world of our Local sports here on play-by-play. We'll be right back with Stan on KLEB. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The music on the bayou, the all-new Ragin' Cajun, 102.7 FM. It's the Ram. Make the switch event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at DufresneLumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the Dufresne difference. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe's Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilet also holding tank rentals and portable hand-washing stations. Call Joe's Septic Contractors 24-7-985-632-5592. In Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve, or visit their website at joesseptic at viscom.net. 
Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Off. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. We want to thank Coach Andrew Kiwet for his time in the last segment of the show, detailing some of the things that HL Bourgeois is trying to get accomplished in their offseason. Now we go to the phone lines again. It's Tuesday. That means it is our Terrebonne General Tuesday. We have Stan Gravois on the line. He is, of course, with Terrebonne General Health System, the Community Sports Institute. Stan, good afternoon. How are you? Good, Casey. Good. Everything going well. You were speaking with uh, Coach Cayouette, and interestingly enough, his his HL Bourgeois Brave football team was over at South Terrebonne this morning as the two teams got together in practice and got to see those guys for a little while. Okay, give us a little scouting report, man. What did it look like? I know that you can't read much from a June, you know, high school football practice, but what did it look like with those teams getting together? The best thing you could do when you're watching something like this is like talk about what kids look like without pads or anything <laughs> on. And you know, both teams look comparable. H.O. Bourgeois got good numbers. I think they're going to be just fine. I think that coach Washington has gone in there and sort of stabilized things a little bit. But I tell you what, looking at South Terrebonne, that's a team that is is close to 360 degrees from what they were last year, as I've seen. They are. They're they're flying around, man. It's a bunch of kids who know where they got to be, when they got to be, and it looks like there's a standard they're sort of upholding right now, and very impressive. So uh, numbers numbers not great, you know, but I guess if you go with the old adage, all you need to have is 11 kids out there on the field. I think they'll be okay. Uh, it is hot, and given that you know we are actually for the last few days been in pretty good weather for football, considering. The cloud cover makes for a little bit of a cooler day. It's still really hot. And I imagine uh, we talked about this last week. I guess we're getting to those days of July where everybody's going to get a break. So for the most part, you know, it looks like these teams are really going to be, um, I'm, I hate to put a jinx on them, I think we're going to see the best football we've seen in quite some time in the region. And that's simply because, we're not worried as much about COVID. Uh, we're hoping that no storm is going to come along. But these teams are really practicing now like they have not done in the last three years. You know, Andrew told me in the last segment of the show that they've got six football coaches out there. They would like to have nine or ten. And I know South Terrebonne is super short-staffed as well, and they're just kind of making it work. You know, two teams that were going at it today that uh, you know both are, are still kind of actively looking but are just kind of making it happen with what they got. Interestingly enough, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. You're sitting there at South Terrebonne, and one of the coaches on HL Bourgeois sideline was maybe, if not the greatest player to ever play at South Terrebonne, he's one of the greatest on the high school level, and that was Skippy Ezel, and that's a name that certainly will ring a bell with a lot of people. He's assisting with H.L. Bourgeois, of course, he and Sterling are friends, and I know that 
Skippy worked a long time in the recreation department here in Terrebonne Parish. Skippy's son, Jeremy, works over at Vanderbilt Catholic. So that was a little interesting. Uh, it, it, it's sort of, we've come to a day and age where these coaches are either give me a full staff with a bunch of extra guys or they're like, I don't want a lot of extra weight. I want guys that are going to work. Not that you're going to micromanage, but, and and when I say this, I'm speaking of Aaron Babin. Aaron Babin is very comfortable if he's only got five guys and those five guys are really hard workers and they can put in what he wants to put in. He's good with that. And then I've met other coaches who are like, man, I only got nine guys on staff. I need 17 guys. And I'm kind of like, yeah, well, that's great. But if some of those guys can't help you coaching-wise and they're just kind of like dead weight, then don't use it. So it's, it's, it's interesting to see the dynamic of all of these teams in the area. Uh, as you mentioned it, it looked like your numbers were right on with those two teams. It looked like HL had about six or seven guys there helping out, and South Terrebonne had their five. But uh, I think consistency is the key, too. If you're just consistent with what you're teaching the kids and you do it the right way and those coaches don't get burnt out, you're going to be okay. No doubt about that. Look, man, we didn't get a chance to talk about this on this show, um, but we'll talk about it now because we spent a lot of time Saturday. You guys had your Hall of Fame banquet for the Bayou Region Athletic Hall of Fame. By all accounts, everybody was extremely pleased with how it went and everybody was very excited and a lot of folks turned out. Uh, to celebrate the wonderful class. Uh, tell us about the day, man. You, we honor Bob Brune, Art Cantrell, Troy Johnson, Ski Roussel, Kenneth Dixon, and Leonard Hughes, and they all get their rightful place in local sports history. Yeah, it was a really, really special night. And, uh, you know, I always get sort of nervous before it starts. You want to make sure that you get these stories out and you get it out the right way. And it's a uh, pretty heartwarming when it's all said and done to have those inductees or the families of those inductees come back and say that was it that was good thank you for that and that's you know that was pretty much what happened you just try and preserve history a little bit and you make sure that these guys are represented in a positive light because it was certainly positive to all of the people that they were around when they were in our community and they're positive to those kids who are dreaming right now who want to spar to do what they did I, it, the funny thing is, is you know, this thing started like in 2016. I think the first induction was 2017. So now you're up to 30 people who have been inducted into this Hall of Fame, and everybody keeps on saying, well, when are you going to run out, or when is the luster not going to be as strong, you know, the star power? Well, the answer to that is it's never, because it's always going to keep on sort of recycling itself. So you got people going forward to go in this thing that are just, yeah, it's always going to be very special. And that's something that Truck and I even talked a little bit on Saturday was that it's always going to be ongoing because you're going to have this kind of recycling. And one thing that was said in one of the videos, I think it was a young lady from Ellender who played at Ellender High School early on. She mentioned in the video in support of Coach Dixon that if some of the girls around Ellender would have just given him the chance and not been scared or intimidated – they would have understand. That's kind of how I liken our ceremony. If you give it a chance, you're going to come back because you're going to see some stories that at the end of it, you're just sitting there going, this transcends sports. This is not necessarily about sports. This is about just the area we're from, the bioregion, which is so strong and rich, and we all help each other out and things like that that 
I just think it's always, you know, if we could get people in that one time, we're going to get them back the next year. And uh, looking forward to it next year. And it never stops. You know, when you consider that, you know, you got guys like Ed Ogeron who's not in this thing. That's going to come pretty soon, probably. <laughs> uh, you know, you got Ben Bordelaw, you got Dalton LeBlanc, just a lot of people in our area who are superstars. I just mentioned Skippy Ezel. You know, this kid's 12 years old, and he goes win the national punt pass and kick at, at the NFC Conference Championship game in San Francisco back in the 70s. So, a uh, lot, lot of room for a lot of superstars to get in, and we look forward to the future. No doubt about that, man. And look, from what you were telling me on Saturday and just privately when you and I were chatting, like big, big crowd, and, you know, it's maybe even be a situation where future ceremonies may expand and grow even larger, huh? Yeah, we may have outgrown ourselves a little bit. And then, you know, you have to make the decision, well, do you do this and you do it in this venue no matter what, and when it sells out, it sells out. Do you move to a bigger place? Do you move to a civic center? And the funny thing about all of this, Casey, is is that back in 2016, when this conversation started about this, I thought this was a way to get these names recognized, and maybe people might go delve into the history of these people a little bit, and maybe we called them in and go in the back room of some restaurant, either here in Homo or in Thibodeau or wherever, and give them a little certificate, right? I thought that's what this was going to be. I didn't think it was going to be 300 people, you know, uh, decked out in suit and tie coming in and having these, you know, big videos playing and all of this and the pomp and circumstance that goes along with it. I'm glad it is because they certainly deserve it. Uh, but it's come in just the last, you know, seven years, an extremely long way. And, uh, I look forward to the future, but 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 it's like you said, there has to be a point in time where we say, okay, this is enough, this is it, you know, we're going to do this here, because the next step might be going actually into a sports arena and doing it somewhere, and uh, I don't know if we can handle all of that. Yeah, no doubt. So let, let's talk a little bit of college football in the first or the second segment of the show. I was kind of, you know, hey, look, I'm I'm high on Brian Kelly. I think he's going to do big things at LSU, but right now. You know, there is a little bit of cause for concern because in the 24-7 sports, you know, team rankings, there are five, or excuse me, there are three players in the Louisiana top five who've already made their commitments in the 2023 class. None of them are committed to LSU. You got Arch Manning going to Texas, Eli Holstein going to Alabama. And on one hand, you know, those were big losses, right? But LSU's quarterback situation is pretty stable, and you could see and understand why maybe those guys wouldn't go to LSU because you got Howard and Dust Meyer, and like there's some guys there in the future. The one yesterday was kind of a big blow. Derek Williams, the safety from Westgate, makes the decision that he too is going to Texas. And I was kind of saying in the earlier in the show, and I'll relay it to you now, see if you agree. Look, man, you know, nothing is gonna shape what Brian Kelly's fate's gonna be except W's and L's on the field. But he better start getting some of these top 10 guys. You know, the, the number two player in the state, Shelton Sampson, uh, Zalens Hurd, the offensive tackle from Neville, Tackett Curtis, the linebacker from Manet. Some of these other guys in the top 10 better start becoming Tigers because this is a trend that you don't want to continue. You know, Casey, I, I think we're in a different day and age related to how people go to a certain school. I don't, I don't think... And, and I know this fits for you, which you're a lot younger than me, but it certainly fits, fits for my generation. We grew up thinking 
that LSU was sort of the ultimate. It was our flagship university here in Louisiana. So we always sort of, you know, hoped that could be our final destination if we were good enough athletically, right? I, I don't know that kids growing up now are like that. I don't, I don't know that there's any allegiance to any of these kids who are going through high school to necessarily go to LSU for anything. I think because of social media and because of everything that goes along with the now, 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 me, 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 fast, fast, fast generation, that they're looking for whatever is good for them, and it doesn't matter where it's at. It, 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 you know, it could be the University of Texas. It could be USC. It could be, heck, it could be Washington. It could be anywhere, Oregon, you know. And because of that, I don't care if it's Brian Kelly or not, you're going to see, I, this is just my belief, that you're going to see less and less of our superstars in the state of Louisiana on the high school level going to LSU. I think more and more of them are going to go elsewhere, and they're going to try and get that best NIL deal, and they're going to be promised, even if they go to school in Austin, Texas, that they're going to work out arrangements that if you get a little homesick or you need your family to come in and see you play or whatever, they're going to arrange that. Not like in the old days where, hey, you know, if you play in Baton Rouge, your mom has to drive an hour to go see you play in Tiger Stadium. Whereas if you went to the University of Texas, your mom would have to basically leave on a Friday and come back on a Monday because it was just sort of impossible to do. It's not the case anymore. Somebody's taking care of all of that for all of these people now. That, that's what the NIL is going to do. That's what, you know, all of these people who have figured out things and how you can make it easier for somebody who's out of state. So we're going to get those kids who are coming from out of the state of Louisiana to play for us and they're going to be good, and Brian Kelly's going to win. I truly believe that. But I don't know if we're going to have that hometown team where it's a kid from New Iberia, a kid from Homa, a kid from Galliano, a kid from Lafayette, a kid from Hammond. I, I don't know that we're going to see that in the future at LSU. That's a good point. Um, you know, and then kind of the next thing that I kind of mentioned in the segment earlier in the show is that, well, you know, while maybe you, you might not have as much of a stranglehold over the high school ranks, maybe it could be a coaching strategy of Coach Kelly and, you know, uh, you know Frank Wilson and those guys to just let someone else develop the guys for you. Because, look, they were number 12 in high school recruiting last year. They were number one in transfer recruiting. Maybe they just go and get sophomores and juniors from other schools and just, you know, say, hey, this is how we're going to build. We're going to get our core group of high school guys and then whenever we have needs, we'll plug in place in the portal. Well, you know, I have a theory on that, too. I have a theory where, you know, I liken it to high school in this area. I was on a lot of staffs where we would play other teams. And quite honestly, in my mind, and I know the rest of my coaching staff's mind, and actually maybe even the mind of the opponent coaching staff, they had better athletes than us. But we just felt like if we could do some things right and we were fundamentally sound and we had a good scheme and a good game plan and we were smart that night, we could beat you. Brian Kelly, I think, is that kind of coach. I think even if Texas A&M has maybe a slight edge on what the experts out there say as recruiting classes, Brian Kelly is smart enough to still beat you. He's going to do those things in the offseason. He's going to do those things, obviously, during the season, and he's going to have a good enough coaching staff to beat you. So that being said, I think 
you're always going to have a chance in Baton Rouge. I, I really believe that. The interesting thing is, or the thing that kind of negates that is, is that you got a guy over there in Tuscaloosa who's not only that smart, he's also getting the best players <laughs> yeah. that are coming out. So that's always going to be a, So you have to find that kind of thing to it. So to your point, what you are saying is, is I think Brian Kelly is saying it's not just high school kids anymore. And for you guys who want to make your polls and your rating services all revolve around high school recruits, you're sort of kidding yourself because this portal is going to be huge related to all of this. And he's obviously gone out and got some really good kids in the portal. And I think other schools that do that are going to be important too. Everybody says, well, college football is free agency. I I don't even believe it's free agency. It's better than free agency. Because free agency in NFL, you signed a contract. You still owe that team until you can become a free agency. In college football, you can become a free agency anytime you want. All you got to do is go get in the portal. You, you don't, you're not obligated to anything. So that being said, those guys who think outside the box enough to get the good players, whether they were a senior in high school or they were a junior at another college and played well, they're going to be the ones to win, and so far he's proven he could do that. Very, very good. Let's talk some LSU baseball very quickly, and then I'll let you go. Uh, Wes Johnson is the new pitching coach at LSU. It's a name that a lot of folks might not be overly familiar with because he doesn't come from the college ranks. He's the pitching coach of the Minnesota Twins, which is just insane to think You know that a guy – look, the Twins are not – 20 and 60 they're not out of it they're they're 42 and 33 they're in first place in their division he's leaving his team mid-season leaving a chance to win the world series mid-season to go to lsu and reading some of the quotes from the folks in minnesota this guy's very highly regarded he's a big part of why a lot of the folks there feel like the twins are kind of out kicking their expectations this year this is a big big get for an lsu pitching staff that wasn't very good last year yeah, I agree 100%. Obviously, I don't know much about the guy, but when you read what some of his pitchers over there in Minnesota are saying, boy, it's impressive. They're, they're like, they're truly disappointed that the guy's leaving, and a lot of them felt like they have a great relationship with him, so that bodes well for what might happen in Baton Rouge going forward. I did not realize that these coaches didn't get paid well, listen, they get paid a whole lot more than probably you or I. But <laughs> I, didn't re- I didn't realize that they didn't get paid at the level of what I thought in my mind they would get paid as a pitching coach on the major league level. So uh, I do understand he's going to make a lot more money coming to Baton Rouge, but I also understand that he likes college baseball, that the guys seem to have it. You know, he, he actually coached in the SEC, and he, he understands sort of what it's about. So. No, I think it's a great, great pickup for LSU. And obviously that's where a lot of their problems came last year, although I don't believe it was necessarily the coach that they had's fault with the pitching. Uh, I, to think that Jay Johnson's going out and getting what he's getting right now is pretty amazing. I think the future is really bright. I did say it Saturday, though, along with you getting better, please realize the SEC West is really, really good, and everybody in the SEC is getting better, too. Because I still think the best country, excuse me, team in the country was Tennessee, and they're in the SEC. So uh, all that being said, uh, you, you're going to get better, but you got to you, you're going to have to play really well to win in the SEC. No doubt about that. Look, my friend, we thank you so much for the time, and can't wait for Saturday. Okay. 
All right. We'll talk to you later, Casey. Everybody take care. Yes, sir. That is Stan Gravois doing a great job, as always, getting this. Oh, the latest. It was fun hearing his insight about South Terrebonne and HL Bourgeois and some of the things that they were getting accomplished. So we look forward to high school football season, which is right around the corner. Let's catch a break when we get back. A little NBA gossip. Then we'll get to the bottom of the show, get our betting picks. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. The music on the bayou, the rage and Cajun, 1600 AM, KLEB, and 102.7 FM. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. Yep, it's that time of year, Blue Boot Rodeo, July 7, 8, and 9 in Grand Isle, Louisiana. This rodeo is to promote water safety and drowning prevention. This year's activities for the rodeo on Friday, we have DJ Frozen. We also have a cornhole tournament, followed by shorts in December. Saturday, we have bingo and mimosas. DJ Frozen again. Rough and ready, we have our awards, a live auction. And closing it out, we have Junior Lacrosse from 8 to 11. That's the Blue Boot Rodeo coming this July 7, 8, and 9 in Grand Isle, Louisiana. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you and load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Markets feels like home. Terrebonne General Health System, where medical science meets the art of caring, is committed to providing the latest advances in medical technology with a gentle caring touch. This is evident in our high-tech, high-touch approach to healthcare. As a trusted healthcare resource, we deliver both life-saving, compassionate inpatient services and life-changing preventive care, while also providing wellness needs and outreach throughout the Bayou region. To learn about how Terrebonne General is providing innovative healthcare solutions, visit tghealthsystem.com. When your blood pressure is high and your amperage is low, have your batteries charged here and watch yourself go on the Rage and Cajun, 1600 AM and 102.7 FM. Welcome back to play-by-play here. We want to thank Stan for his time. Thank Coach Andrew Kiwet for his time. Let's talk some NBA here on this segment of the show. Yesterday was such an interesting day because um, the headlines varied so much, right? While And I didn't mention this on yesterday's show, but while I'm doing the show, the rumors and the, you know, the headlines are starting to pop up. 
Oh my God, Kyrie Irving wants out. The Nets are prepared to lose Kyrie. They're prepared to lose Kevin Durant. And oh my God, everything's happening. And then, you know, about five, six o'clock, word gets out that Kyrie Irving has opted into his contract with the Nets and he will be staying there, which obviously calms the seas for just a minute. Is there anyone in the world of sports, and I'll talk more about some of the other things, but just kind of a side note. Is there anyone in the world of sports more aggravating than Kyrie Irving? He's a very weird, eclectic dude, and he always is trying to showcase his perceived intelligence to everyone. In announcing his decision yesterday to opt in, To his contract with the Nets, Kyrie Irving said, and I quote, Normal people keep the world going, but those who dare to be different lead us in tomorrow. I made my decision to opt in. See you in the fall. The hell are you talking about? Those who dare to be different. Kyrie Irving had two options. Option A was opt in to a $37 million deal. Option B was opt out and sign with the Lakers for $6 million. Kyrie, you did what every single other human being in the world would do. You took more money. You took a better situation. No one wants to go play for the Lakers right now for obvious reasons. Dare to be different. Get out of here, man. It doesn't always have to be a big thought-provoking tweet that moves and inspires the world. But yet, that's what he's always trying to do. Just go, go on his Twitter page and see some of the nonsense that he puts out there. He thinks that he's, you know, changing lives with the way that he speaks. Actually, if you scroll through social media, people are just making fun of him for the the way that he acts. That's a weird dude. I want him no part of anything that I'm doing if I'm an NBA general manager. He has flaked one too many times. Every situation that he has ever been in in his career, he's ruined it because of his attitude and ego and his desire to always be this Oh, this um, renaissance man, this guy, oh, man, man, Kyrie, you're so smart. He wants people to always be telling him, oh, Kyrie, great point. You're, you're so well-spoken. And it just wears thin. He was in Cleveland, couldn't handle it with LeBron James, had to leave. Was in Boston, couldn't handle it. Was with the Nets, didn't want to get the damn vaccination. And then, you know, had poisoned their locker room, chased James Harden out. Then he wasn't happy there, wanted to leave there, but then ended up having to opt in because that was the only place that, that money was available to him. So get this dude out of my face, man. Go play with the Nets. Go mess around with Kevin Durant and Ben Simmons. You guys are going to make the playoffs and lose in the first round. Then the whole volcano is going to erupt. Next year when Kyrie's a free agent, he's going to leave. Kevin Durant's going to demand the trade. And who knows what the hell Ben Simmons is going to do if he even plays at all this upcoming season. So that's the first thing. The second thing is John Wall. John Wall gets a buyout with the Houston Rockets. And now he is going on and going to the Clippers. Let me tell y'all something. You know, the Bucs are going to get healthy. They're going to get Middleton. They've got Giannis. The Celtics are the East champs. We talk a lot about Philly because I think they're going to get P.J. Tucker. I think that's going to catapult them big. Out West, we talk about, okay, well, we got the Suns. We got Dallas. Uh, Memphis is going to get better. We got Golden State, who's the champions. No one's talking about the Clippers, and that's a big mistake. We forget the fact that that team was 42-40 and with no Kawhi Leonard, with Paul George missing a lot of the year, 
<clears throat> now you add John Wall to that mix, and I know the instinct is going to be, well, oh, John Wall never plays. You know, he's always hurt. You know, what is he going to actually give them? You got to remember, I'm a, I'm a Rockets fan, right? I've actually seen the little bit that John Wall has played in recent years. I've seen he's still good. He's still got it. He hasn't been playing in recent years because the Rockets told him, bro, we don't want you to play because we've got young guards. We want to sit you down and let our young guards play. In 40 games in 2022-2021, he averaged 21 points a game, three rebounds and seven assists. Like, he could still go. <laughs> he could still play, and he brings a whole nother element and dynamic to that Clippers offense. They're going to be better because of him, and that's a big loss. You know, the Lakers have been searching frenetically for ways to get better. That would have been a way for them to get better. You bring John Wall in and you partner him with Anthony Davis and you partner him with Le with LeBron James, you get better doing that. I don't care what you do at Russell Westbrook. Just don't play him at all for all I care. But you get better if you would add John Wall to that big three. Instead, you add him to the Clippers. That makes the Clippers much better. And then from the Lakers' perspective, they get just the double whammy of you miss out on Kyrie, you miss out on John Wall, and then Russell Westbrook opts into his $47 million option. You've got to pay Russell Westbrook $47 million next year. He's one of the worst contributing players in the entire NBA. I don't care what the stats say. You're going to say, oh, he averages 18, 7, and 7. How could he be one of the worst players in the NBA? Because he needs 20 shots. If he would play within himself and just be okay to be a distributor and, hey, I'll go get 12 points, I'll slash in and out the lane, I'll shoot seven, eight jump shots a game. If he would play within himself, he could actually help. But he doesn't. He needs the ball all game long, and it anchors down your offense. He's low efficiency. He cannot play at the highest level. And now even when he gets into the paint, he doesn't make his free throws at a high level anymore. It's a turnover machine. It's a low-efficient offensive machine, and it is a mess. It is a complete mess, and the Lakers now are in that same situation that we've been warning you that they would be in. An aging, disinterested LeBron James, an often-injured Anthony Davis, and a completely inept Russell Westbrook with no draft picks to trade to get better and no salary cap to sign anybody to get better. You are stuck. Capital S, stuck. You are going nowhere next year. At the best, your ceiling is going to the first round of the playoffs and getting blitzed by one of the best teams in the Western Conference. The Lakers are stuck, and they are not in a position to get out of the hole that they're in anytime soon, and you love to see it, don't you? I'm smiling from ear to ear as I'm talking about this. You love to see it. Couldn't have happened to a bigger bunch of jackasses when you talk to Anthony Davis and LeBron James and Russell Westbrook. They made their bed. Now they've got to lay in it in a big, big way. Free agency starts Friday. We'll detail all the people that are going to be coming and going and signing. Um, Pelicans are going to have you know a little bit of money to play with. They're not going to be able to go and splurge and get a big you know $30 million guy, but they'll have some exceptions and some different things to try to add to their roster, and we'll see how it all shakes out. Let's catch a break, which will be our final break. When we get back, I've got three betting picks for you all. It's play-by-play -play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. 
Shrimp boats is a coming. Since 1948, that's 74 years, Hilaria Brothers has been in the commercial fishing and shrimping supply business, stocking large selections of 12-volt electrical and hydraulic single and double drum winches and hydraulic motors with brakes, beltless clutches, and pumps with brackets. They also carry hydraulic stainless steel skimmer winches, hydraulic valves, and hydraulic steering for up to 65-foot boats. Also a huge assortment of crab traps and crab trap wire, stocking nylon plastic and knotless webbing. You heard about that new webbing, Platina Knotless Dynamic. Alera Brothers also stocks shark tail netting that's reinforced with stainless steel wire. They stock four different sizes of galvanized stabilizers, also stocking a large variety of fiberglass cloth, including resin gel coat and other supplies needed for fiberglassing. Lost an anchor? Alerio Brothers stocks anchors from 5 pounds to 100 pounds. Visit Alerio Brothers before the season begins. That's Alerio Brothers, 894 Avenue A, West Wego, online at AleriaBros.com. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. A grade C is just average. A grade B, better. But an A? An A is excellent. And an A is what Thibodeau Regional earned for patient safety from the LeapFrog Group, a leading healthcare quality and safety organization. This A in patient safety is yet another confirmation of Thibodeau Regional's commitment to providing patients with the highest quality, safest care. What does the WeatherBug app tell you? My commute will be a doozy today. Pack my allergy meds. Lightning. Pick up a pizza, not a tennis racket. With more free map layers than any other weather app, WeatherBug tells you more of what you need to know to prepare you for the unpredictable. Discover why over 10 million users choose WeatherBug. Maybe it's a commute to the couch day. Download the WeatherBug app today for free. Yep, it's that time of year, Blue Boot Rodeo, July 7, 8, and 9 in Grand Isle, Louisiana. This rodeo is to promote water safety and drowning prevention. This year's fishing rodeo, we also have adult, kids, kayak, and we added the offshore division. Proceeds from this rodeo go to swimming lessons, life rings on the Grand Isle Beach, scholarships, and bringing awareness to water safety. There will be plenty of food, drinks, activities for the kids, and the whole family. That's the Blue Boot Rodeo, coming this July 7, 8, and 9 in Grand Isle, Louisiana. I didn't talk about this on the show. Maybe I'll get to it tomorrow, but I got a couple of wrestling questions in my mailbag. What a promo from John Cena yesterday. Goodness gracious. What a we don't appreciate that guy. Like most of his career, I rooted against him. He gave an unbelievable promo yesterday on Monday Night Raw. If you're a wrestling fan, go check that out. It's heck, if you're not a wrestling fan, go check it out. He just talks about the power and the things that people could do when they come together and rally together like just a great promo about life and John Cena delivered the hell out of that yesterday it was wonderful to see 
three betting picks, then we'll get out of yonder today. Um, very, very good show. We thank everybody for listening. The first one that we've got for you all today is I like Boston to win, covering the plus 120 money line against Toronto. Michael Waka is throwing for the Sox. Uh, he's got a 2.34 ERA. He's been excellent. Boston has been excellent. They got clobbered last night by Toronto, but they're 42 and 32, and that loss yesterday snapped a long winning streak, I think. Sorry, had to pause to sneeze for about the 15th time today. I think that Boston will get back on track and get the win today against Toronto, so give me the Red Sox. Um, let's see what else we like today. I don't like that one. We will go with the Twins. You know what? It worked yesterday. Let's go with it again. I like the Twins to beat the Guardians today. It's even money. Minnesota's better than the Guardians. They're on the road, yeah, but they beat the snot out of Cleveland yesterday. Their offense is better and I like the Guardians to fall to the Twins today with Josh Winder on the mound for Minnesota. Looks like a pretty good play. And then lastly, I like the Cardinals, minus 145 money line to beat the Marlins. Um, Dakota Hudson is throwing against Braxton Garrett. The Marlins are, are a different team when they don't have Alcantara or Lopez on the mound. <laughs> they become very, very mediocre when they don't have their top guys throwing, um, and hell, uh, St. Louis beat up Lopez yesterday, so it's an opportunity today where against Garrett, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't do the same thing. So those are three, and we wish you all the absolute best of luck if you're playing those games and tailing us there. Let's thank our sponsors, then we'll get out of here. The Blue Boot Rodeo, the 2022 Blue Boot Rodeo, will be held on July 7th through 9th at the Grand Isle Marina, located at 158 Sand Dollar Court at the Tarpon Pavilion, Southland Dodge and Homa. Industrial power systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. New friend building materials got you covered for all your roofing needs. Rouse's Markets. Get Rouse's Louisiana Crawfish hot from the pot 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Seven days a week at Rouse's Markets. Tastes like home. Buzz off. The only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Golden Motors. <clears throat> where price is priority. Proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. And join us on Saturdays at 10 o'clock for the Sports Corner, presented by Terrebonne General Health System with Stan Gravois and myself. For the latest in local high school, college, and professional sports from your local sports experts, that's sponsored by State Bank and Trust Company. And also a reminder, join us on July 7th from 8.30 to 10.30 for Senior Sources, hosted by Lafouche Parish District Attorney Christine Russell's office at the LaRose Civic Center. Senior Sources is designed to inform senior citizens about the services available to them, Speakers will cover topics such as scam trends, easy voting, mail-in ballots, juror exemption, senior abuse signs, and much more. Guest speakers will include District Attorney Christine Russell, Sheriff Craig Weber, Parish President Archie Chasson, Annette Fontana, Wendy Thibodeau, Michael Boudreau, Heidi Irvin, Mary Swanye, and Tommy SJ. So join us for that. Thanks to everybody for making this a great show. Stan Grava, Andrew Kiwet, you all are appreciated. To our audience at home, you all are appreciated. Tomorrow, we've got our mailbag. We've got Turtle lined up, uh, Turtle being Taylor Griffin. Then Thursday, we unveil our Mount Rushmore for South Lafouche High School. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. Um, go and chase it. Make your goals happen. Let's have a productive rest of the day. I'm going to try to do the same. We'll be back tomorrow. God bless, everybody. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow.